Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. Hey, this is Mike with the Fin Fans Podcast. Each week we come to you, we bring you our opinions on what's going on within the Dolphins organization. Uh, we uh, shoot straight, we, we don't BS anyone, and uh, here we go. Hey everyone, I'm here with Louis Argoni. Hello, Dolphins. And this is Mike and the Fin Fans Podcast. What we're going to do today is what I call over-unders. I'm going to yell out a stat from last year, and uh, Lewis will give his opinion on whether he thinks we'll do better or worse. You're not going to voice yours, Mike? Oh, I very well might. Oh, okay. Well, I would hope so. I mean, you know, it's, we can't base this whole thing just on my opinion. And what's, what's the matter? The pressure too hard for you? <laughs> no, but, you know, we have to... Well, okay. You handle it any kind of way you want. That's fine. <laughs> All right. Very simple. Very simple, Lewis. Last season, Miami totaled 5,424 total yards for scrimmage, which was 339 per game. Uh, because of the 17th game, I had to adjust the stats to averages in a lot of cases and uh, figure in the, uh, you know, to figure in for the additional game. So do you think they'll do better than uh, 339 yards per game? Oh God, I would hope so. I would hope that they'd have that in passing every every week alone. And then, you know, you dump the rushing yardage on top of that. I mean, in today's NFL, you know, 300, 339 yards of total offense week in and week out is not an awful lot. I don't no, think it is. I don't think so either. Yeah. I mean, they've, they've got to do better than that or else they're going to be in a lot of trouble. Um you know, I mean, listen, you know, our defense isn't going to sneak up on teams like we did last year, right? I mean, p- teams are going to be prepared for us um, in that sense. So if the offense doesn't step but step it up, uh, we're going to have a hard time getting to that win total we had last year. Well, that's a whole other conversation. Okay, you got it. <laughs> All right. Last season, uh, Miami totaled 37-36 passing yards or 233.5 per game. Uh, do you think Tua can manage more than 233.5 passing yards a game? Hmm. Um, this is a tough one. It is a tough one. And they play some tough defenses. Yeah. Um, I don't ever base it on the teams we're going against because from year to year, that I mean, it goes out the window. Some teams you think are going to have a great defense don't, and then others that you didn't expect to have a good defense do. So that always tends to average out. As far as I'm concerned, um, I look at our team and I base it on that. Um, with that being said, oof, I mean, that they, oof, I mean, we almost have to be better with the guys that we have, you know, the, the, the receiving core that we have this year. It's got to be better than that. It's got to be. So I would say we're going to go over in that total. And if we don't, again, it's going to be a problem. I don't think we're going to be blowing it out the door, but I mean, my goodness, we should be able to get to at least 300, close to 300 yards passing week in and week out regardless. So we'll see. 
I think that's probably a high number. Um, 233 and a half, I'm thinking more like 250, 260, somewhere around there is, right. is probably more reasonable. Because you're going to have those games where you don't have a great passing day, mm -hmm. uh, especially if we play in bad weather and that type of thing. Agreed. Yep. Last season, Miami rushed for 1,688 yards or 105 and a half yards per game. Do you think we can beat that? Hmm. I mean, God, this is another tough one. I mean, we almost have to again. Um, you know, you got to get a little bit of uh, yardage out of your quarterback. You know, two, two has got to bring the ball in and run for yards here and there. I mean, you know, you expect, you expect him to get maybe 20 to 30 yards week in and week out on a few scrambles, right? I think so. I mean, you know, then you throw 70 yards from our rushing attack on top of that. It's not an awful lot. I no, mean, it's not. You know, you would expect the offensive line to be better. So I say, you know, this has got to be an over as well. I mean, the, God, these numbers are minuscule. They really are. Uh, they're, they're not that good. Well, this one isn't bad. Uh, last season, Miami scored 404 points or 25.3 points per game. Right. Now, did you take out the defensive scores, Mike, and, and just incorporate? No, no, this is what is attributed to their offense. Now, whether or not they included defensive scores, I don't know. I, I, I honestly don't. I think if you, if, if you divide 404 by 16, you'll end up with 25.3 per game. And, uh, so that's total points. And if that's total points, I would guess that defensive scores would be included. Exactly. Which means, you know, we're talking more so, I mean, we're basing this question strictly on what the offense is going to be capable of doing. Well, because, well let's, really, we should be basing it on total points. Do you think the team can score more than 25 per game, regardless of how they get them? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's, I think we're capable of doing that. Whether we will or not, I don't know. But um, I think we're more than capable of doing that for sure. I mean, there were there were there were special teams and defensive scores last year, and I would expect the defense to maybe not go to the extreme they did last year because I think we had what, like four or five straight weeks where the defense scored a touchdown. Correct, if I'm not mistaken. I, know I, I don't know if it was four or five or three or exactly what it was, but there was that stretch there when they played the Rams that uh, they, they did have consecutive games with uh, either special team or defensive scores. Right. And then you factor in not only the touchdowns, but the turnovers that our defense created that yeah. got us field goals. Because I remember plenty of times last year where we – Basically came up with a nice defensive play. We put our offense in a position to, you know, go in and score some points and we had to settle for field goals over and over again. So, you know, factoring that in as well and factoring our defense in, yes, I think we're more than capable of doing that for sure. I mean, we have to. We absolutely have to. Today's NFL 25 points, I think, is, you know, probably a little bit below average in the NFL. No, it's, it's not actually. No, it's not. Okay. No, they they actually had a decent season. I think it was tenth or eleventh, something like that. Okay, so they're a little bit. They were a little bit above average. Yep. So yep. yeah, I think they're more than capable of doing that for sure. And that's where your defensive scores come in, and probably why they were above average. Right, and your defensive the defense that sets up other right. points because right. you know the field goals add up to points over the course of the season as well. Sure. You know, so absolutely, yep.
Miami had 345 first downs, which is 21 and a half per game. Mm-hmm. Over or under? Man, that's got to be over. It's got to be. I mean, if Tua's playing his game, you know, then you got to see drives put together, 12, Uh 13 play drives, which means, you know, you're getting four, five, six consecutive first downs. We didn't see enough of that last year, but that's, that's Tua's game. You know, that's his offense right there. So, yeah, you almost have to. You have to have that. Yeah, you can't have these three and outs and the game slipping away. You have to have more than 20. What was it? 20, 21? 21 point and a half. 21 and a half. Yeah, I think you almost have to. You have to do that. You want to see You want to see 10 on one drive, right? Or at yeah. least six or seven on one drive alone. Well, yeah, from, from time to time. I mean, that definitely. Yes. Yep. Last season, Miami converted 38.6% of their third downs. Over or under? God, man. You, I don't know what the NFL average is on that. It's less than that. They that's were, what I was going to yeah, say because that's were, really not a bad number. Uh-huh. It's, um, it's, I think it's somewhere 33 34% roughly. Yeah. I mean, listen, with the way we, – we've got a pretty disciplined football team. So the third downs that we're involved in – are not big yardage third downs. I think that's why our number was so high last year because we were never in a big hole on a lot of time, you know, in, in a lot of situations. Um, you know, Tua took a sack here and there late in the year that that created a problem, but not to any great extent. And Fitzpatrick, when he was quarterback, and always seemed to avoid putting us in third and longs as well. And again, go back to the discipline. You didn't see a lot of holding illegal procedures that were putting us in third That's and long. That's very true. So, so with that being said, you know, I, I think that we're more than capable of getting to that number again, hopefully a little bit higher, because that, that sounds like a pretty good number. Um, you know, the thing that frustrated us for years was the third and shorts that were never the three and outs, right. Right. That were never converted by Tannehill and that offensive group that was here. It, it was just a very frustrating thing. You know, we'd see a third and two, a third and three, a third and four, very capable uh third down conversions that were never that that weren't being successful over and over again over the period of you know a game a full game and then two games and then three games and it became very frustrating so with all that being said um you know i'd I'd like that number once again and if we can get it to even be a little bit higher than that fantastic I think it's tough. I, I really do. Yeah. I, I think it's tough to exceed that number, but I think that if our offense is going to be what we need it to be, we need to be above average. Yes, absolutely. If you listen, you know, winning football games involves all of these numbers being above average. Above average, <laughs> right. exactly. You know, you want to be an above average football team, a playoff football team. All these numbers have to be above average, without a question of a doubt. Last season, Miami received 4.6 first downs a game by penalty. Over or under? I think because of the offensive threats we have, we're going over. I think you're so, gonna, too. You're going to see a lot of defensive holdings and pass interferences as long as uh, the balls are in the vicinity. <laughs> yeah. If that happens, then, you know, our – 
our receivers are going to give people hard time. Fuller, yep. Yep. Waddell. I mean, these guys are going to give them trouble. And um, with that being said, I think it's going to create a lot more first downs for our offense. Absolutely. Yep. Last season, Miami rushed 26 and three-quarter times a game. How many was it, Mike? 26. We averaged 26 carries. Runs a game. Wow. Okay. That, that includes your quarterback. Right. Didn't seem that high, did it? No. Hmm. Interesting. Um, mm-mm-mm. That's roughly about seven per quarter, a little bit less than seven per quarter, right? You said 26? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, th- I think we'll be right on par with that. I really do. I mean, our offense, listen, I mean, you know, if you look at it, we, you want us passing the football um, with, with the with the players we have in the passing game compared to our running back. So, well, it may be a little easier to run because of the uh, receivers that we have. Exactly. I think we'll be right on par with that. We average 3.9 yards per rush, over or under? Oh, got to be over. Got to be over. Absolutely. Got to be over. You got to – I mean, they had 11 in the box a lot of times last year. We have to open up the offense – Balls have to be thrown down the field, if not for anything else, for the running game. You know, you have to have the threat of that. And with the receivers we have, going back to that, uh, it's going to create issues down the field. You're going to have to have the safeties cheating back a little bit. And, um, you know, as long as the offensive line gets better, which we expect, uh, that number will definitely be up as far as I'm concerned. Absolutely. Last season's longest run was 31 yards, over Mm. or under. Um, you know, boy, I mean, we, we don't have a guy that, uh, you know, is that type of running back, right? So it, it'll probably be somewhere around there. I mean, Gaskins is going to, you know, he's going to get some nice runs here and there, but is he going to break something, you know, 50, 60, 70 yards for a touchdown? I don't see that. So I think that's probably right on par as well. It'd probably be 30, 40 yard run, 40 mm-hmm. yard run, and maybe two of that does it. You know, right down the sideline. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Could happen. Send a bunch group to the right, and you say, all right, two, you just get the ball and keep running uh-huh. down the left sideline, right? You think he beats the linebackers? <laughs> I don't know. We'll I'll see. Later. We'll see. Uh-huh. <laughs> Last season, Miami has scored 15 rushing TDs. Over or under? 15 rushing TDs. How many did the quarterbacks run in last year? I don't know. Do we know that number? Because I know Fitzy probably had a few. I know Tua had a few, right? So my guess would be we had about five from the quarterbacks. Um, So we had 10 rushing touchdowns last year. Um, You know, 15 total. Yeah, we don't have Pete Johnson anymore. (laughs) Pete Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, Mm-mm-mm. fifteen. That's Lusaka, a little bit. Lusaka polite. That's a little bit less than one a game. Um, I I say we go a little bit higher than that. You think so, huh? I do because I think that you know when we're in the red zone, 
and you have a guy like Fuller on the outside, you have Parker and you have the tight ends we have, you spread them out, you know, Tua can just take the ball and run it in, or we can just hand the ball to Gaskins or somebody inside and it'll create some opportunities there. You know, I mean, we, we just have more playmakers on the outside and regardless of where we are on the field, Mike, I think it's going to open up our offense a little bit. They have to respect that. It's that simple. So Last season, Miami's running backs fumbled five times and lost four. Over or under? I think right on par. I, yeah. you know, this, I, I don't know how Malcolm Brown is as a running back. I don't think he's a big time fumbler. Uh, Gaskins has, has a really good idea of what he's got to do on the football field. So, with all that being said, and the fact that we just don't turn the ball over, we don't kill ourselves ever, I think that'd be fantastic. I mean, that's not a big number, Mike. And that's just running backs, right? We're not talking about receivers Correct. or it's, it's quarterbacks. A, right. or Just yeah. running backs. Yeah, I mean, if we can get through the season with losing four fumbles out of our running backs over the course of, uh, what is it, 18 games this year or seven, 17. 17. Yeah. 17 games, um, you know, that's one every three games, three and a half. I mean, that's great. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I'd be more than happy with that. Same here. Last season, they averaged 23.1 receptions per game. 23.1. We're going over that. I mean, <laughs> I you want so. you I want think so too. you want Fuller and uh, and Waddle combined to have that number. Yep, <laughs> and, and you may get the longest rush out of out of Waddle on a jet sweep or something like that. Well, that's true too. Yes, absolutely. I mean, you do have that factor. You could have Waddle just take an end around and just take it to the house. Yeah, you know? I mean, you factor that in absolutely. Yep, that's a possibility for sure. Uh-huh. Last season, Miami averaged 10.6 yards per reception. Got to be higher. Got to be higher, right? Got to be. With the speed receivers, you got to figure that's going to be higher. Have to be. And again, Mike, you know, even when you're throwing to the running back in the flat, you know, when 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 you have the type of receivers that we have and they're taking guys down the field and you throw screen passes or you throw a quick, you know, pass in the flat or you break a a tackle and uh, you're gone. Right. And you hit the tight end, you know, on a a quick slant right in the middle of the field and he takes it 15, 20 yards. I mean, yeah, 10 yards per reception, absolutely. Got to be higher than that. There's no doubt about it. It's funny you mentioned the tight ends because last season Miami's longest reception was 70 yards, and that was Kosicki. Mm-hmm. Do you think we'll have a longer reception than 70 yards this season? I don't think so. Out of a tight end, that's that's a big number. And Kosicki Well, we're does... talking receivers, too. Oh, receivers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I can see that definitely. I mean, I can see us hitting some big plays. I mean, 70 yards is a, is a long touchdown. I yes, mean, it is. Um, you know, we haven't seen enough of that type of play. But again, you know, I keep mentioning the two guys on the outside. They're more than capable, either one of them, mm-hmm. uh, Waddle or Fuller, of of hauling in a 70, 80-yard touchdown. So, yeah, I think, I think it's definitely a possibility for sure. Last season, Miami scored one and a half touchdowns through the air per game. Got to be more this year. Absolutely. You want to say that more like 2, 2.1, 2.2, something like that. Well, at the end of this season with the with the offense we have and the receivers we have, right? Um yep. you've got basically 
I mean, you got to have, you got to have Tua throwing somewhere between 30 to 35 touchdowns this year. And I mean, that may sound like a big number, but, you know, keep in mind that 17 games this year, right? So you're right. out, you're averaging two touchdown passes a game, averaging. I mean, you know, there may be a game where he throws one, there may be a game where he throws four. But, you know, the average of two per game, I think, is, you know, with with the playmakers we have now at receiver, absolutely has to be there. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. Yep. Miles Gaskin averaged 58.4 yards per game. Do you think he'll be over or under that? I think he'll be a little bit higher than that. He averaged 4.1 yards per carry, over or under? That's that's probably going to be right on par. I mean, that's a nice number, 4.1, maybe a little bit higher. Because, I, again, I, I see the offensive line. Hopefully and, improving and, a little bit. And yep. the uh, receiver is bringing some people out of the box. I would think that number will be higher. Right. I think it'll be somewhere between four and five for sure. Maybe a little bit higher, four and a half, closer to five. Last year, uh, Salvin Ahmed had 75 carries. Do you think he will have more or less? If everybody stays healthy, Mike, I don't see him seeing the field all that often. I think that uh, Malcolm Brown and Gaskin, they're going to ca- Dokes, the guy they drafted. Right. They're going to carry the load. Um, you talked about guys getting incorporated in the. Uh, you know, the receivers getting incorporated in the running plays. I can see that happening as well. Um, you know, you may see a lot of bubble screens with Waddell on the field and, and a guy like Albert Wilson. So with all that being said, you know, I, I think that uh, Ahmed's going to have a really hard time seeing the football field as long as we stay healthy. So I don't know, 70, you know, he had a couple games where he actually started, didn't he? At least two, if not three. when when, uh, Gaskin was hurt. Right. So with with that being said, if we're healthy, I don't see him getting that many carries this year. I just don't. I think those other two guys that I mentioned are going to carry the load. I tend to agree with you. Um, Parker averaged 12.6 yards per reception. Does he go over that? No, that's right on par for him. I think that's that's a good number for him. He's going to become um, our possession receiver, so to speak. I think him and Preston Williams are going to be those guys, and I think that you know the two guys we've mentioned at least ten times already are going to be our down the field guys. Now, is Parker capable of capable of uh, catching balls down the field if he's man the man in the slot or on the outside? Absolutely. But I think that that 12 yards per carry number is right where it needs to be. You know, you're going to see him catching a lot of those slants, you know, over the middle, uh, right. you know, the, the, the quick passes, you know, those type of things. Because he's very good at it. He's got strong hands. He doesn't drop an awful lot of passes. Um, he's not afraid to catch the ball over the middle, uh, contrary to what some people believe. Um, so, yeah, that, that's right on par. Yep. He scored four touchdowns. Do you think he goes over that? Yeah, I do. I think he catches more. I think that a lot of the attention is going to go outside, especially in the red zone. And I think that, you know, Devontae's a guy that's going to be able to 
catch a lot of balls man-to-man because if you look at these guys and if Waddle is what they say he is, those guys are going to get the attention. And, I mean, Parker's going to have a lot of man-to-man coverage this year, a lot of man-to-man. And, you know, if two is smart and the offensive coordinators are smart, inside that red zone, they look to him a lot. Yep. So – Mike Kosicki had 53 receptions, and that would work out to 56.3 in 17 games. Do you think he can top 56? Oh, I think he definitely can top 56. Um, It just depends on how often they're going to use him and how often the ball is going to get thrown to him. Well, that's the Um, question. (laughs) You know, I'd love to see the breakdown, you know, in regard to, um, you know, when Fitzpatrick – was playing quarterback and when Tua was playing quarterback because it's interesting because it seemed to me as if Tua was throwing the ball in specific games a lot to Gusecki and Fitzpatrick went more outside. So can that number be a lot bigger? Yes. Do we want it to be a lot bigger, Mike? I don't know because that means that um, we are not getting the ball. I mean, there's only one football, right? right. There's only four quarters and 60 minutes in a football game. So uh, do we want him catching 70, 80 passes? Yes, if everybody else is being productive and we're looking like Kansas City's offense, you know, where Kelsey's catching balls and Tyreek Hill is catching balls and everybody else is as well. But if he's catching 70, 80 passes and he's averaging eight yards per catch, I don't necessarily know if we want to see that type of offense. I'd be more than happy with 50, 60 catches and he gets close to a thousand yards receiving, uh, you know, among those 50, 60 catches. That's right. a, that's production, you know. So, you know, it, that's an interesting one. It is because you don't know the, where their offense is going to focus. Right. Preston Williams played in eight games, over or under? Well, I think he's going to play in all 17, but how much, I don't know. I mean, Preston Williams is a guy that um, is an enigma right now, right? Um, Every time over the last two years, it seemed like he was just getting to where you wanted him to be, he got injured. Um, So we've seen the potential. We haven't seen the health come into play. Uh, we've seen inconsistency out of him as well, but we've seen the talent that he has on the opposite side. So he's going to play in all the games, Mike. How much? I don't know. It just depends on four receiver sets in today's NFL. You know, the luxury that we're going to have is that you see these guys tapping out constantly, you know, Parker's you've got Wilson too now, right? You got Wilson too, but you know, he's a question mark. Parker gets injured quite a bit. So if Parker is down for a couple games, you have a guy like Preston Williams that can step in, right? If you lose Waddle or you lose one of these other guys for the game, over the course of the year, guys are going to get hurt. It's that simple. Sure. If we go through this season without guys getting hurt and all these guys staying completely healthy, uh, we're going to have a very successful season because these guys, you know, they're – their numbers should be there. As long as we get the quarterback play and the offensive line play, the numbers are going to be there. Preston Williams, in my opinion, is going to get opportunities, and he's he's going to make plays. It's you know it's that simple. 
You know, they, it's, a, it's a very, very nice luxury for our football team right now to have as many talented players as we do at that specific position. Well, for me, I have two questions. And one is, does he make the team? And two is, does he remain healthy? I, Mike, I, I don't think there's a question of a doubt. Now, if he's not completely healthy, that's a whole different situation. But as long as he comes into camp healthy, he's making this football team because, you know, Wilson's Wilson's basically done after this season, right? Um, he's up there in age. Williams is still a very young guy, not making an awful lot of money. So I can't see him yeah. not being on this football team. Jerome Baker had three passes defensed. Does he go over that? <laughs> that yeah, I mean three's nothing. I mean you know you you would hope that he has twenty. You know if they're trying to pass to the tight end over the middle, but I mean you know or to the running backs, whatever the case may be. I mean three's not a big number. Yeah, you know it's. <laughs> he had seven tackles per game, which led the team. Does he go over? Um, that hmm. I mean, that, that's an interesting number because it doesn't seem like an awful lot, does it? I don't think it is. For a linebacker in the middle of the field, I don't think it – I mean, how many did Zach average per game? It seemed like he had 15 per game, right? <laughs> well, it seemed like it, yes. A little bit different defense. Yeah. Um, seven. Yeah, I mean, maybe a little bit more. Okay. Eric Rowe had 5.6 tackles per game over S- under. Some of these, Mike, are really, really tough. I yeah, mean, of course. Goodness. I don't know if they're significant either, to be honest with you. But five, five Eric Rowe, five point six. Um, that you know, these these he's got to tackle receivers down the field and stuff. That's a that's a fine number. That's fine. I mean, over that's right under. Now let's say let's say he goes over on this. How's okay. That? All right. Of the returning players, Zach Zeeler had an 11.5 tackles per loss. Just for information, Van Oy led with 12. So do you think Zach Zeeler can have more than 11.5 tackles for loss this season? Wow. that That's a nice number. It is a nice number. I mean, it really is. Um, you know, I, I don't know. How, how many tackles did he have total, Mike, in, on those – I mean, was it five or six or was it just three? You know, did he have three sacks for, you know, every time he sacked the quarterback? That's a tackle for loss. Uh, you know, his quarterback sack is a tackle for loss. No, I, yeah, I understand that. I don't think he was hitting running backs 12 yards down the field. So, right, it had to be pretty much quarterback sacks. Um, that's a big no, number. No, no, I no. say it's under on all, He had 11.5 tackles per loss, not not 11.5 yards back. Oh, 11.5 tackles. In other words, 11.5 tackles behind the line of scrimmage. Okay, so you want the over-under on the amount yes. of tackles. Yeah. Yes. I think that's I think that's a fine. I, I say he goes over. Okay. I You know, I, I like him there. I think Wilkins will get attention. Phillips will get attention. I think that he's a guy that's going to be man, man the man on the line of scrimmage. And I think he can definitely do that without a doubt. You want at least a couple of those every game, you know, uh, tackling running backs behind the line of scrimmage for sure, you know, for yards lost. So, yeah, that number is very obtainable. Okay. Uh, last year, Xavier Howard had 10 interceptions. Now, three other defenders had two each. Those were Eric Rowe, Byron Jones, and Nick Needham. Mm-hmm. Will those three intercept over six passes this year? 
combined? Correct. Yes, I think so. I think so. I think they have to. I think that Phillips is going to create issues. I think our pass rush will be much better, which is going to create more interceptions down the field. Uh-huh. Um, so, yes, I think that they definitely go over six total without a doubt. Okay. Our defense recovered 11 fumbles uh, with the additional game. Will they exceed 11.6? Yes. Okay. Yes. Phillips is going to create six alone on quarterback sacks. How's He's, that? As long as he doesn't Charles Harris us. <laughs> Charles Harris, who was the other one? There was, there's been two of like Deion Jordan. Deion Jordan, yes. Yeah. Oh my God. You put both of those guys together, you don't have <laughs> you a have fo- nothing, right? You don't have a football player. <laughs> okay. Well, the team won 10 games. Yes. So you're Absolutely. going over. Okay. Yep. All right, Lewis. That's all I got. That's it? Yep. Wow. Th- 31 questions. I could have probably 30, made 30, th- I could have made 30 more, but uh, 31 questions in 31 minutes, Mike. Yep. One one per minute. Yep, okay. that's about what I figured. All so, right. You know, I mean, so I I think what what I get out of your answers is that you really do expect the offense to be improved. The off what well, we have to have the offense improved, Mike. Um you know, because again, you know, the defense is not going to sneak up on teams. I mean, last year when we played San Francisco and the Rams and teams that we expected to lose to. Right. And, you know, people talk about, well, this team was injured, that team was injured. That's bullshit because every week teams are injured. I've seen teams. Yeah, Goff had no idea what was happening. Exactly. (laughs) I've seen teams depleted. And go out. As a matter of fact, San Francisco played very well the week after we spanked them. So uh-huh. I, I don't want to hear none of that bullshit. I mean, yeah, as far I'm not as a big I'm fan concerned. of that either. You don't you don't make excuses for poor no. play. You've got you've got fifty three guys on that football field, okay? And you may have a a few guys down that are important players on your football team, but man, oh man, you still got the majority of your starters out there. And you've got guys that are more than capable of playing a football game. So I never buy into that. I mean, you know, you have six, seven guys on your offense down or on your defense. That's that's a whole different story. Look, there, but, yeah, there comes a point of no return when it comes to injuries. But the good coaches find ways to uh, minimize the, the loss. Right. Exactly. I mean, look at us. I mean, we had our receiving core depleted. Right, and we still got to how many wins last year? Ten, exactly. We were still beating teams with with the receivers that we had. So, you know, where you may be lacking, the rest of the team has to pick you up, and and we did a very good job of that last year. So, you know, with all that being said, Mike, you know, if if we're if we're healthy, right? If we don't lose a ton of guys, you know, you got to expect the team to be improved. Um, They've improved on paper. If you look at them, you t- you know you take the minuses, right? You take the subtractions from the team, and the additions from the team. And if you look at both columns, you're sitting there and you're saying, "Wow, you know what? We didn't lose an awful lot, but we sure in the hell gained an awful lot." And um, well, they they should have, right? They they had a lot of assets, right? Well, the, you know the assets, but you know the fact that. They weren't losing a ton of guys, you know, that that's just, 
you know, circumstantial, so to speak, you know, because there are years where you've just got a ton of guys that you just can't resign. You can't resign everybody. So in this offseason, we, we didn't really fall into that. Now, at the end of this season, we're going to have some big decisions, right? Right. We um, talked about that. Exactly. We talked about that. But what I'm saying is, is that coming into this year, you know, we didn't really have a lot of big decisions to make on on a lot of our bigger players. Oh, no. And, you know, Van Oy and uh, Shaq Lawson, you know, we, we lost those guys, but voluntarily. I mean, they chose to lose them. Right, exactly. And we gained. I mean, in my opinion, you know, we, we, we be, we're going to benefit from that, getting McKinney for, for Shaq right. Lawson. Right. Um, you know, so, so with all that being said, you know, we're, we're going to have a better football team. We have a better football team on paper. And, um, you know, I, I, just, I just think that uh, we have a lot of capability on this football team. And we know where, you know, where, where our issues lie and where the improvement's got to be. You know, we've talked about it until we're blue in the face. So, you know, if we get improvement from those areas, you know, with the additions that we have, um, we're going to be a really, really good football team this year. There's no question about it. Well, um, it all starts up soon, Lou. Uh, you know, the 22nd, they report to camp. And uh, yep. a month from yesterday, we, we play our first preseason game. Yep, a month away. Wow, how about that? Yep. That's so awesome. We're getting there. We're getting there. Yep. Camp starts when? The 22nd. 22nd, which is a week from now. Awesome. So, so we'll have some camp talk next week. Hopefully, um, you know, we'll see what news comes out. Hopefully we hear something about Howard, you know, uh, that they uh, uh, patted him on the back and made him happy because he feels disrespected and this and that. And that's you don't want that. I mean, this is a guy we need, and they got to find a way to, to soften that, that uh, uh, attitude that Howard has. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, he's, you know, he's, he's a very, very important football player on that defense. Um, you take him out of the equation and it changed, changes their whole way of uh, playing defense without well, a doubt. Unless Benogany turned into an all pro over the past three months, you know, we need our, we need our guy, you know, so they got, they got to, they got to do something. I don't know what something is, but they got to do something. Uh, I think that starts by sitting down with him and talking to him and uh, being uh, fair with him. I mean, he did have a great season last year. Maybe they should help him out a little bit, give him some incentives that can possibly earn him some money if he has that type of performance again. Absolutely. No question about it. I mean, that's on them. You know, us as fans, I don't, you know, I just detest you know, the talk, the contract talk and all yeah, that me other too. stuff. I me mean, too. It, 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 spoil, it spoils the game. I mean, where, but, you know, even back in the day, Lou, you had holdouts and you had, you had contract talk back then. It just wasn't as frequent as it is now. Right. It's out there every single day right now. I yeah. Mean, it's, you know, it's this one's unhappy. Media. That one's unhappy. This one wants more money, you know. Uh, social media. But you know what? Handle it, you know, with, with, you know, behind closed doors, Agreed. Just sit down between the two of you and just come out and, and, you know, between the organization and the player and his agent and figure it out. You know, just, I mean, there's, there's always a solution, yep. you know, to, to, to the issue there, there always is, you know, there's gotta be medium ground, you know, and, and as long as both sides are reasonable and not over the top, 
ridiculous, then, you know, I mean, and, and Mike, a lot of this depends on how badly Howard really wants to be here. Exactly. Um, you know, I mean, if, if I'm Xavier Howard right now, and I see where this football team is going, um, you know, I want to be here. I don't want to start back over. You yeah, know, but what, what he's looking at is, uh, you know, they signed Byron Jones and they paid him more money and they drafted a, a first round cornerback. And I think he feels disrespected. And, uh, you know, I can't speak for him. He didn't tell me that to my face. But I mean, that's, you know, that's uh, what you hear. So, you know, whether, it, whether he does feel that strongly about it, you know, time will tell, but he does not seem to be happy. And that's obvious. You know, he, he uh, made an Instagram post and or Twitter post, whatever it was, that kind of pretty much uh, said, they'll miss me when I'm gone, you know, and it, not, it's not word for word what he said, but that was the gist of it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, we will. That's the truth. So <laughs> the team has to know that. Yeah, I, I've got an interesting tidbit before we leave here. So, you know. Okay. I don't want to quote the individual, but we were with an ex-football player, a Hall of Fame quarterback who um, uh, hangs out with Mr. Saban, your favorite head coach Uh ever. And um, we talked a little bit about his whole situation here in Miami, being Saban. You know, I'm referring Mm -hmm. to Saban. And um, a lot, supposedly, the main reason that he just took off and left was because there was a major, major disagreement disagreement yep. in the Drew Brees situation. Yep, I've heard this, and um, that that's in that now that's coming out of somebody that spends a lot of time yep. with Saban, and he and, did not have the control over the organization that he wanted. Yes, exactly. Um, he was promised something that they did not give him, and he just decided that um, okay, well. If you're going to say one thing and do another, then that's it. So uh, there you have that. I just figured that. Yep. Being- and there was another reason. His wife was very, very unhappy in uh, Broward County. She wanted out. Right. So, you know, you put all those things together and, you know, they bolted. So, uh-huh. and, and I don't have a problem with that. I mean, everybody deserves their happiness, whether that's here or in Tuscaloosa or whatever. But, you know, he didn't have to lie. He could have gone about it a different way and simply say, you know what, fellas, I've answered this question before. I'll address it at the end of the season like I do every year. Mm. And that's it. Yep. So anyway, um, with that said, uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, say thanks, Lou, for joining me this afternoon. And thanks, everybody, for listening. And fins up, everybody. Fins up, Dolphins. All right, so that's our show for this week. I just want to remind everyone that the FinFans podcast is part of the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network. Sports Social Podcast Network.